Welcome back to Sunday night, everyone. Cheers. Happy Sunday. House of the Dragon, number four. Week four. Episode four. King of the Narrow Sea, in the can. We just watched it. Just got a drink refill. Hannah's about to tell us everything that happened in this episode, <laughs> lightning round style. This is a new idea we have. Hannah? I'm going to do this as quick and fast and efficient as I can. Um, Rainier holding court as men come forward to proposition her for marriage. A long it's line. a little bloody. Rhaenyra returns to King's Landing. We get a nice shot of Caraxes. Damon comes in with his new crown. Little tense. <laughs> good uh, good outcome. And then they throw a little reception. Hors d'oeuvres, the like. We got a nice Alison and Rhaenyra scene. Friends for a moment. Some Rhaenyra and Damon situations, which eventually lead into this evening in King's Landing, which is in juxtaposition to Allison and Viserys's night. You went right for that in one. In the castle. <laughs> um, we get Damon and Rhaenyra in the pleasure house, which is the drama of the episode. And when she gets back, we get Rhaenyra and Sir Kristen Cole. Otto gets the message of what happened. <laughs> Otto tells Viserys. Viserys accuses Otto of being desperado for the throne. Alice and Rainier talk. Seems like a bigger rift between them. As Allison stands up for her dad, Rainier promises she didn't do anything, which isn't technically a lie. Damon and Viserys talk Rainier. Viserys kicks Damon. Damon's banished to the Vale. Uh, Rainier and Viserys talk in his bedroom. She has to wed Lenor <laughs> Valerion, <laughs> and Otto is dismissed. And then Rhaenyra drinks Plan B T that the king sends her. Probably drinks it, right? You <laughs> we forgot think about so. the dagger. We assume so. The mystical, oh my prophetic gosh, there's dagger. A million things that I missed in that rundown, and those may get better as as we go on. But that's a high level overview of what went down in this episode. What'd you think? Once again. I'm loving every episode, mm -hmm. week after week. It only gets better, in my opinion. I miss the hunt. Do you? Yeah, I did. Oh, see, this is my kind of drama. Oh, okay, really? so you miss the hunt. Yeah, <laughs> I miss the hunt. I miss uh, being able to say this is what happened at that location. But right. there was, it was we we were living in King's Landing. Something that I really realized that I'm loving about this season is we've got one narrative and one storyline and one arc. And Game of Thrones was always juggling so many different perspectives and stories that will eventually converge. And they did, you know, what they did with the last couple of seasons as storylines came together. But mm -hmm. this is so deeply focused on one true telling or, you know, whatever it yeah, is going to be, which I find to be really fun and interesting. It's different for this universe. For it's sure. really compelling. It feels weird now four episodes in. I kind of am I'm loving it. I feel like that's probably why we feel so close to these characters so fast on. But as we were halfway through the episode and we've got Rhaenyra sneaking around the castle, I was just thinking to myself how nice it is that even though we had this Damon side quest, even though we have other things happening in the realm, we have this very straightforward through storyline that I think is helping make this season as strong as it is. It's I'm having a great time still. Yeah, I think that the last episode benefited a lot from feeling like a different era of the show where we were going to so many different places, but still ultimately it was only a few locations. It was like Bloodstone and around the Stepstones and uh, outside of King's Landing. 
I guess the carriage gets a vote in there somehow. I mean, I really like seeing more in King's Landing. I like seeing Flea Bottom. That was wild. That was so much fun just to see all the people in the street doing their thing. How crazy! It seemed like they were walking through a pit of hell, though. Truly, it's like doing the thing is very specific. Like I I don't know if that was a Wednesday (laughs) or a Saturday in Flea Bottom, or just if that was Flea Bottom, or if we were on the suburbs of Flea Bottom. At what point were we going through it? Was that the main drag? Exactly, that had to be the main drag. That's the thing. It reminded me of. Let me tell you when you will die, little Missy. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to learn about when you die? It's creepy and it's fun, and I feel like that was cool. I like that. So, you think back to, I don't know if you had any of these experiences, but you think back to the first time you go out in high school, or the first time I truly went out after COVID, I was in New Orleans, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just, it felt like that. Right. But somebody like Rainier has been cloistered away. She's been sitting on this little throne with these men bowing to her. and On a tour. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's, not, she's not out and about, and so... Who knows what it may look like to someone like Damon, who's a seasoned veteran of yeah. Flea Bottom. Yeah, I think we know what it looked like right. to him. He, sure. he knew exactly yeah. where to take her. <laughs> yeah, he did. But it for did her, feel like the first you know. night, sort of like being out in a crazy place. Or like uh, Kevin McAllister at Home Alone 2 mm-hmm. when he sees New York for the first time. Right, exactly. The guy's like, watch it, kid! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but she was in control of it, though. She wasn't really scared. There's no. a scene kind of like that in the new Star Wars show, Kenobi. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a little... Princess Leia walking around a, t- a spaceport, kind of like that, like energetic, but obviously the PG version. It's a fun way to take it all in. It felt very exciting. We got another little play. It didn't. It that was cool. Yeah, that was reminiscent of Arya's learning of information. The same kind of way it made me think about that. Yeah, so we're keeping that universal storytelling device alive. It's always nice when you can pull in weird blocking with strange body jokes and mm-hmm. plot humor. The stuff that comes with not really high-end theater, like little gags in the TV show, it served really well in the original series to sort of remind people what happened with Robert's Rebellion mm-hmm. and to remind people what happened when Ned was killed and his kids remaining in King's Landing. And there was less characters to deal with this time, but for I feel like for folks in the fourth episode that really need to feel like, what will the focus of this season be? Looking back, they're going to have a scene where the idea of succession juxtaposed against Viserys melting more and more this episode Mm -hmm. is more and more important. It feels a little heavy-handed, though, that Viserys is going to die for sure. That's a bummer for me. Because it's like, we must choose someone to replace you right now, and he's literally falling apart, falling into pieces since the beginning of the season. So it's it's if you're a TV watcher, you're like, hmm, I smell the setup there. You set it up in the first episode, it seems like something bad's going to happen to this guy. I just wonder if that's our bias, though, if people who aren't I mean, caught up with it. Yeah, I would know that that's like a major spoiler. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. But well, eventually someone's going to have to replace him. And that's basically what the whole season's about so far. Totally. And it, it's very clear. I liked how and he's falling apart. He literally is falling apart. <laughs> there were some bleak moments with him and, and Allison this You this mean episode. the bleak moment with him and yeah. Allison in I this mean, episode? It was, it was the cut back and forth. So I felt like it took much longer. What but, was most bleak about that moment to you about it? I felt like Allison's storyline in this episode was really telling and honestly kind of sweet. It made me really, really feel for her. We're all so confused about what we thought Allison was going to be, I think. Totally. Yeah. And so her— We've been saying that for a while, but it's just even more this so This episode now. is it, very clear. Some people are still tweeting in about to us about there being a deeper game that mm-hmm. she's playing right, right now. And it just seems more and more strange. She 
is hurting in so many ways and and she was thrust into this position that she clearly doesn't fully vibe with she's like everybody looks at me like the queen and i just want to be allison and then rainera makes that comment about how i don't want to be stuck in some castle while somebody puts it in me and makes me have kids all the time and allison is quiet i mean that's what her life is right now and she feels lost and she feels like she doesn't have anyone and clearly her relationship with viserys isn't pleasurable and so in that way in that way being queen's probably pretty neat it doesn't seem like she seems really like a, cares about it well, it's that been a couple much. years now yeah It'll probably get a little boring whenever you want to have a quiet moment there's three grown adults exactly. just standing there wordlessly Please go away. yeah you can leave now my kid's crying and everybody's around yeah. and yeah. i just i'm looking out over the city and mm-hmm. i just need to leave mm-hmm. i'm sure there are tons of perks to the job but, but that's but. the side of the targaryens i felt like we really got to see in the opening of the series mm-hmm. and now more so it feels like because it felt like they were interloping the high towers were interloping pretty hard then and we were already suspicious we you know about the story but also the way that it was set up and the way that allison wasn't really giving rhaenyra back what rhaenyra was giving her in the first episode mm-hmm. but i feel like you could watch this especially see how damon acts once he returns to king's landing watch how Rhaenyra behaves throughout the whole thing, watch how Allison seems to be sincerely trying to help her and hold up this idea of the the royal kingdom that they're all participating in, and then see Otto with Viserys and try to see Otto through the lens of Otto and the White Heart last mm-hmm. chapter. Yeah. Try to detach yourself from Otto being the main driver behind the Lannister subplot of trying to make it a perfect moment with the hunt for Rhaenyra's hand to be taken by Jason. Try to think about Otto as the guy who was really excited about the White Heart. Maybe that's maybe that's really the Otto. And maybe Allison's really the Allison that it seems like she is on the surface even to us in moments when she's not performing for anyone on the camera when it's just her. And so if that's the case, based on the Damon stuff and Viserys is nice, but pretty hardcore handling of Damon. Mm-hmm. I would say pretty nice. Mm-hmm. If he thinks that that really happened, maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't believe that it really happened, but just the whole way that he handled it. He does, though, if he sent that tea to Rhaenyra. That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, you're right. That, duh. Yeah, there was no Christine in that whole conversation. So, mm-hmm. well, it could have been a, a, a symbolic gesture or he really believed it happened. Either way, it's it's clear that Team Targaryen kind of does what they want. Yeah. And they're kind of cool with each other, yeah. even when when stuff goes down. And so, looking at it like Allison and Otto through the 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 sort of fans of the the court lens that love the White Heart and chew on their nails sincerely, it's like the Targaryens are. It's like they're the ones ruining this. Like they're just trying to hold the court together that they signed up for. It's part of their job. They're not even the ones in charge. So they're like VPs trying to hold the thing together. And they're just, the Targaryens are just kind of, you know, Rhaenyra's messing up her ability to be married off to someone potentially tonight. They're just maybe messing it up. I wouldn't say egregiously, though. I think that in Rhaenyra's defense, as she said to her dad, if I was a man, nobody would even bat an eye. And, yeah. And Damon and... And if she was getting spied on, she wouldn't have caught. Yeah, exactly. All these kinds of things. So yeah. I don't necessarily think any of them are trying to play it loose and fast. I, I right. was surprised that Damon hmm. 
took Rhaenyra's hat off when they were in the pleasure house. Mm. Like I truly thought that um, they, if they stayed undercover, I'm I mean, trying to be shocking to her. I think. Yeah, I think so, and. I think that that whole thing. Remember a couple episodes ago when Masari was talking to her, talking to him when they were hooking up, and she was like, "Maybe you'd rather be with somebody with golden hair or something yeah. along those lines." Mm-hmm. It kind of harkened back to that scene in my mind, but so that part surprised me a little bit. I think you're right; he was trying to be shocking, but I don't think any of them were necessarily trying to play loose and fast with their. That's a good point. Their station. I think that Damon, in his faults and in his maybe recklessness kind of has a good point in somebody like Rhaenyra being able to see what's happening in King's Landing. I think those are important lessons for her to learn, whether it's A, to understand what the will of the people is or kind of what those people are thinking, or B, just to see what the world is like. I don't, if you're going to rule the Seven Kingdoms, you can't rule from the seat in the tower without, and, and that may be one of those arguments for or against a woman becoming the leader of the realm because men, like Damon said, he and Viserys, they slept with half the Silk Road before they were, when they were kids. And it's not about necessarily experience in that way. Like you don't need to sleep with people to like understand the world. But I think that women in this era have less opportunity to go out and fight, to go out and meet people, to go out and be in the streets kind of thing. And so... Damon, like I said, in all of his faults and in all of his selfishness, there was, I feel like, a decent argument for wanting to show Rainier kind of what well, the es- world is Especially like. following their conversation earlier in the episode, well, in the little uh, reception right. p- post-crown, uh, decrowning of uh, Damon. They were, she was being very, uh, like, solid. This is what I feel about things. This is how I want to be, and I prefer it to be. I, have I prefer no to, live to live this. in fear, only solitude. Exactly. So he, he, I guess, was like, "Okay, well, I'll show you what the world looks like," right. while also having fun in his own way. Right. So it's complicated as everything in the show, but I felt like they did a good job of because what Allison is doing isn't necessarily better for her either. It's the same thing. That's the funny thing. It yeah. was it was the same thing juxtaposed, and it's funny that at the at the edge of it, still, I don't know if we've really gotten past the that point in this world yet that it's just people having sex with each other mm-hmm. and so in the the brothel the the the, the bowels of the pleasure house as auto <laughs> so dramatically set it up he was I like loved that now, they're in the bowels do i have to say what they were doing in the bowels the is like yeah you go you layer gotta- and layer down it gets more <laughs> serious i want you to say it auto you woke me up in the middle of the night say it in front of my calligraphy set uh i'm I guess it's more hardcore if a bunch of people are doing it at the same time. <laughs> I guess, <laughs> And, like, yeah. kind of just rolling on, on each other. Just, uh, like, everyone's standing in line at Disney World. Right. <laughs> tr- if tr- that's your line cup out. of tea, yeah. Right. <laughs> Have a good time. But, but I mean, to her, it's got to be, like, th- imagine all the other coming-of-age tales that have this scene, mm-hmm. this, this swirling, swooping scene through all these things that you haven't seen before, like a, a miniature rumspringa. You're, like, supposed to be shown in a compelling... Right story, right one thing to the next that leads to another thing, and it's usually a mark in the latter parts of stories that you get to a place like this, and it's as boring as it is for someone like Damon. Mm-hmm. But I don't know the fact that he's still interested in bringing her here is, I think, part of the whole thing. So it doesn't seem like he didn't want to bring her, like he brought her there to give her a lesson. It seemed like he wanted to actually bring her there. 
So oh, he didn't really have like to, a, yeah, a big no, idea course. behind the whole thing. It wasn't like actually like a big brother thing. This is what he thinks is cool. No, I totally agree. Yeah. In that. And like I said, I wasn't trying to defend his actions in particular, but I just also don't think that it, it's too crazy. Being too, too wild. Yeah, for, for them to be the scale, the seat of all of Westeros, and this is all that they're getting up to, it's not that crazy. So what I was saying before about the high towers could kind of be thrown out the window because they're not really being hard done by or subjugated. Um, Allison got put in the position that Otto wanted her to be in. Mm-hmm. It's all pretty smooth for them. I mean, sometimes Viserys yells and is unfair. And if Otto, it really is fanboy for this job, I feel bad for you, dude. I feel bad for him, too. That you just too. got hired. But A still, little... it's not that bad. No, but, I mean, he What they did was, was not that bad. What you were saying is right. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But... Yeah. So Otto is in the wrong, maybe played his hand a little too. I think that in this particular situation, right. yeah. he may have just like forced his hand a little right too hard. Right after he got here too. Yeah. 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 And just enough for Viserys. And, and after having, I felt like Viserys truly believed Rhaenyra, which I felt like was a really nice thing for yeah. him to do to her. Yeah. And necess- not something that she would even particularly des- deserve. I, I deserve isn't the right word, but you know what I mean? It would be so easy for Viserys to completely dismiss Rainer. He says it. He's like, she's like, you could dismiss me and name Aegon your heir. And he's like, uh, yeah, Jaehaerys would have done that to you. I felt like Viserys was really fair to Rainer. To your point earlier, when Targaryens stick up they for Targaryens, they're really kind of. It'd probably be less so if he felt like he was being swirled around by less people. Definitely, but it seemed, regardless of the truth. Otto maybe snuck his stuck his neck out just a little too far or a little too hard or showed his hand a little too much, whether it's with the Allison situation or whether it was this situation in particular. And so, hate to see you go, brother, but, you know, he was manipulating the situation from behind the scenes the whole time. And so I'm excited to see how that affects Allison in the next episode because she's so clearly struggling here in this episode. And her relationship with Rhaenyra is so... In the beginning of the episode, it felt like they could mend things and that things were going to get right better between them. Mm-hmm. There, enough time had passed, and she'd been—they both been away from each other. Maybe things will be okay. But when it comes to family, Allison is defending her dad because that's her dad, mm-hmm. and her dad went after Rhaenyra, and so that's or a divide. Really, Damon, though, wouldn't you say? Well, Rhaenyra's mad because her virtue is being questioned. It doesn't matter. Yeah. In in the eyes of the people, the, it's the woman's problem because mm-hmm. it's her virtue that's in question. So they can come after Damon, but it, there's no consequence for him. I thought it seemed like he was just worried that Damon coming back with such a big victory for the crown at such mm. a low cost to oh, all of them. Yeah. It'd be just a, a, a sequence of steps as gaining more favor in his father's or in his big brother's eyes. So he's just kind of shoring up against them. And yeah. maybe he wanted it so hard that he used Rhaenyra. For a piece in that, I love how the adaptation has given uh, domino effects from one thing to the next with this handful of of weird scene, w- weird circumstances with Rhaenyra. And in the in the book, there's also mushroom to account for. So this has been linearly explained and all packaged together, and it um, it's, it's basically mushrooms account. <laughs> basic, well, yeah, but like less, way less, and even just the way that my brain did it in the book because there's way less of. Uh, um, actual uh, detail mm-hmm. um it just makes more sense it is way way less confusing it seemed like less of a mystery right and the, the same thing about Rainier being upset about of, of uh damon turning her down not done the same way in, in the the book Rhaenyra 
and Damon are, I, I don't want to spoil anyone, just read Fire and Blood, but basically what happens is this situation kind of happens, except the uh, White Sword Tower is is part of it. So the fact that all the original blocking fell all back into its original place, and then the firing of Otto happens like this as a response to him yes. spying on Rhaenyra, yeah. it all just really Game of Thrones without I having really a smarter way to say it, it. Yeah. makes sense in the normal, mysterious way I really of how it all comes it. together. I thought it was very smooth, and I thought it made that so was smooth, much yeah. sense. I loved how Kristen was put into the situation without anybody mm-hmm. having to necessarily talk about it. Yeah. We know that Rhaenyra's had something for Kristen. I mean, they had such a nice little time in the last episode. It didn't seem explicitly romantic. No, it didn't. But I could see she... If the board didn't attack. Yeah, potentially. <laughs> Maybe. She's a little, a little drunk. She got dismissed, a little hurt. She now understands that you can have a good time. It doesn't have to be that serious. I thought it was so funny that... This whole narrative about if she lost her maidenhood to Damon, and the whole time she's like, "Whoops." Yeah, <laughs> He's, Kristen is like Damon's not even in the the question at this point, so she's not lying about Damon necessarily. Um, and but I th- there's levels to that. It's like you can lie about it, or you can be someone like Sarah Targaryen, right? And had lead a completely different life in the court, right? And it it still not be a, a problem because I mean, a you're a Targaryen and b it just uh, Fall Boy XO loose lips sink ships. Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing? <laughs> so yeah, Christine's not going to tell on her. Kristen Cole is of her, course is not her BFF. You, and you see the way he looked at his white cloak before he took it off. He was he paused many times before they. You think? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? So, of course, he's a great yeah. he's a great pick because he's not going to want the information to get out there either. Yeah, no. If, that, if really, that's what she wants, that's a really good pick. Right, and I, I was afraid he got, sorry to interrupt, but I was afraid he's going to come in and say, uh, listen, I, I got to tell everyone I <laughs> and know, quit being a king's guard. I know. I really, really liked how that, just that situation was woven into. Yeah. I just felt like it was very yeah. clean. It felt so genuine and real. And I yeah. was curious on how that was going to play out from the a little disjointed because we have so many perspectives in the book Mm. is a little disjointed and so I liked it a lot what I like one thing that I like is that the shade of the excess and the piece of Jaehaerys' reign that got filled in whenever he and Al got older and dealing with their kids that is different from different kinds of kings um, not just Targaryen kings and not just stories like um a song of ice and fire, but just in general, you don't normally get this this kind of particular political intrigue that's so zoomed in. Usually, you get some of it, and then it ultimately breaks into a, a larger war. And maybe there's some people that are star-crossed that meet up in two or three books, but it's all happening. And we're getting like family meetings in the throne room, mm-hmm. and it's just it's doing a lot to tell us about this current state of rule and that sort of slow, methodical fantasy non. Uh, blood and dragons and magic driven i i mean chapters episodes of tv the fact that this was enough following that last episode for people i'm going to be really interested to see people's feedback because that's what this was barring a lot of jaharis and filling it in with viserys and uh, i really liked it it was amazing personally i felt like i didn't I'm, feel exci- as excited as when i got off the last episode really yeah i'm, I'm even was, more I'm like, amped really i'm loving this episode i just really, really? maybe i just love interpersonal drama a little <laughs> So, like, if you were sitting down, not as a a fantasy uh, convention-going, ha-ha-ha person, but a 
just a normal TV. I like Breaking Bad. I like never been that way, so I can't relate. But go on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> yeah, like if, if this was what a, would my perspective be? If you could, would this be as if you followed up last week's with this and they were doing if it was this? How would you feel? Do you think? I think so. I think that there's a lot of shocking. You'd be moments. like, ooh, the Ray he, and Damon he almost stuff. Almost slept with his knees. It was ooh. pretty shocking the way that they filmed yeah. it. My mouth was open the whole time. I was like, yeah. I knew this was happening, and I was like, yeah. it's happening. I think like when you have women direct all the sex scenes from now on, it was all good. I, have to say. I was like, this okay. Yeah, if there's, <laughs> yeah, if there's, if there's women in it, I guess. I, oh, my mouth yeah. was just open. I was like, what? This yeah. is how it's being done in this way. The tension was just, it was great. It was really, really great. And the I, way I he think leaves I need to her at the end. it a few times before I really, it really sinks in for our next episode. It was shocking, but in like a really, <laughs> but like in a really fun, I, I guess I was just shocked in how like fun and good it was, I guess. You know what I mean? Because so many, like you think about in Game of Thrones. All of the sex scenes are so brutal usually, you know? It's a little dorky. Yeah. It just kind of feels like they 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 got them to start doing it, and then they, they started fil- filming like 40% through them doing what they were doing, and then like, all right, that, it's like they caught, there's no beginning and ending to right. it. Right. You know, it's just like we're in the middle of it. This You caught us during the, the, the action. Right. <laughs> Which is, like you said, kind of like, dorky. It feels like someone's putting it on right, at that exactly. point. Instead of, yeah, the way we saw it. The here. way we saw it was just... Way more intimate. It was intimate between the two of them while all the stuff was going on around them. And so I felt like that was really cool that they were able to do that. Oh, yeah. I I'm thinking like, about Christine and Rhaenyra. Never mind. That, that I, also I agree was, that the brothel was, was, was neat. Both of... Like, less, less cool, but Also, neat. the Christine and Rhaenyra scene was sorry, really... Sorry, who? I know. <laughs> was, like... That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? it was nice. It was really sweet I, and like Don't watch that with your moms yeah. though. <laughs> like because that that will make you blush. Yeah, that scene will make you blush. My mouth is open. So anyway, I thought both of those scenes, I felt like it was just it was a great portrayal of these relationships and mm-hmm. I enjoyed them and some some new texture. It was great. Game of Thrones it universe. was great. Yeah. So that <laughs> Just, on, I'm just thinking about some of the older scenes, the older sex scenes that we've had in the show compared to that. So uncomfortable. But it's cool, though, for the age that this person is and how intimate of a relationship we've had as the camera, just the proximity to Rhaenyra's face this whole time. Yeah. It's good to, like, I mean, it's good to go through all of this right. with her, I guess. I'm, I'm so glad saying. for her. So it's because it's, as we saw her eating the sweet. In this episode, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be a, a path. She, we, she just got betrothed, everybody, to, to Lanor, and let's not be mad about it because, I mean, we like him. We I think like, people are going to be excited. I think people who— and She's going to like him, too. People who hopefully. don't— We like Lanor. He's the guy that was on the dragon last episode. Yeah, yeah I've heard lots of people who aren't book readers say that they would— that they like that guy and they're like, he's, oh, why aren't they together? He's a dragon rider that's not a Targaryen. Yeah. Ultimately interesting and with the Valer- Valerian stuff and them being the second largest or the, sorry, the most wealthy family within yeah. the world, it all makes sense. It seems like it's not going to be too bad for we her. We don't know anything but, about him from the show perspective though, which we have the... Right, but he wrote a dragon and he said, whoa. Yeah, so it's good enough. It's oh, good for enough. sure. Compared, I'm curious to compared see, to the, the guys at the beginning. Right, I'm curious oh to see gosh. how their relationship is going to play out potentially and I hope that they're pals at least. But kind of going back to what you were saying, I was like, I hope that they're pals. But I mean, but you know, okay. <laughs> spoiler free. We're staying spoiler free. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to, I'm trying yeah. to stay spoiler yeah. free. What I was saying, why I think people 
what I was saying like 10 minutes ago. I think that people are going to like this episode. I think all of that stuff, all of that interpersonal stuff, the auto Viserys moment, I think the auto thing is surprising that Viserys fired him comes. This episode. Yeah, you know, I, I was think, very surprised by that too. We got we got a lot of Where's great he gonna go? I don't know. Where's he going to go? And what's Allison going to do? And she, how's Viserys going to have that conversation with Allison? Tim is not going to be there either. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I like the replacement. And so that's when... Oh, my God. It's going to be so much chaos. So she's uncorked that bottle with, with Kristen. I know. Damon's been sent off. And that was not... It was unfinished the way that it ended. She was having fun with him, and he's got issues that he needs to work but out. But he was like, wed her to me. I want to marry her for whatever of his yeah, own he's personal gone, reasons. And he's not writing letters back to her. I know, but it was just— Maybe he will, though. I guess it was—he just was very truly wanted to marry her. Yeah. For real. Yeah. It was a genuine proposition. I believe you. I I— I'm just like, okay, if he wants to marry her, cool. Right. He just, I don't know. Do you think that he cares about that, really? Yeah. Really? I I guess because of what Sarah said. He wants to get with her claim and make her claim even better. Sure. The two different, two of the three match together. It beats the little kid. I do think he likes Rhaenyra, though. Yeah, what's not to like? Yeah. Yeah. So, for whatever reason. Also, that's what Targaryens do. This isn't weird. That's what Targaryens do, and... Well, like you said, we've seen the tapestries. All right, we know what dragons do to each other, right? And people. And what Damon says over and over again in this episode is that marriage is political, and the rest is for your pleasure. And so, yeah. sure, and potentially is a political move. But imagine if they could have both kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I was he was. It was a sincere request for a marriage proposal. So where does Kristen Cole and the way that he treated her? in this episode fit into all that. Well, I thought it was... the way that she's discovering and figuring out what kind of person she wants to be. So that moment between... The first time that Rhaenyra sees Kristen after their night together, and he's not looking at her, and she's very excited to see him, and he's trying really hard not to look at her. He doesn't say anything, and then says the queen wants to see you. And she's kind of let down by that. Leads me to wonder if maybe they don't even address it at all. Maybe again. What if they never talk about it again? Because he's not as assertive as Damon was, or she felt that night that maybe I don't want to do any spoilers anyway. The, where the where where they're going to be with mm-hmm. the people that are around them at the time? Mm-hmm. It, it, you're saying it could like just turn out like that? Yeah, because because, because it was never addressed. He, because he won't address it. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. But the way that he treated it, though, I mean. Is that? Does she not like that? Does she not like him, or no, does I think she? She does. So, so what's? So how do you think it, the feelings between those two are going to work out? Things it seems like they have genuine do they have feelings. Genuine feelings for each other, or are they just having a good time? No, I think they have genuine feelings for each other. If not, Kristen genuinely has feelings for Rhaenyra. I think that Rhaenyra is going to wed Lenor, and she's going to be off doing that whole thing. Kristen. It, they're never going to have a conversation about it so because they're as, never going to be able to. It's as much fun as everyone got to have. Now it's time to go to work. So Viserys, Viserys takes it as an opportunity to go, now you did something and you owe me. You have to marry this person. And now you have to go all, do all the marriage and being away stuff. That's what he told her. And you're going to be busy. He said you're going to do your job. I know right. that Kristen's her protector, but I can just see them maybe never addressing it. Mm-hmm. And so things get really awkward between them. And so it becomes too big and then things deteriorate from there. Mm. So 
that I just that moment between them when Kristen couldn't even look at her. Yeah. Made me, and she was so excited to see him. Look, do you see her face? Mm-hmm. She was like, "That's my man right there." For a second, you know, she lit up when he came into the room, and so at least shared that moment he, of remember what we just did, right? I don't know what he was supposed to do, and necessarily, you know, because he can't do anything. It's like the but, same vibe as the high towers, and it kind of makes sense. Um, stopping there, but it's like he, they, they just kind of. Uh, believe in the system mm-hmm. and they it's easy for them to need to because they're not they don't they're not dragon riders they don't have the safety of the king basically pardoning them for anything that they've done right Kristen had to worry about getting his head cut off his head cut off probably maybe even being gelded and then sent to the wall which she needs to sort out her priorities right. whichever well, whichever is worse for you i mean that was what he risked doing that with rhaenyra and last episode he episode. talked about how this was the highest honor exactly. that a cole had ever exactly. achieved so not only throwing that away the station but just that it's even more serious than losing your job for him right if you got caught doing that right so because of the vow the plus, vow. then on top of it rhaenyra losing her credibility because she's that too not a virgin anymore right but they could just scrub that away like damon said to viserys he's the dragon. They could, but you know, I but mean, that's what, it, it adds to the talk. neither of them wanting that information to be out, regardless of their friendship status. Of course, yeah. So yeah, but I, but I guess the point I mean to make is that even if it's complicated for whoever's involved, that's a Targaryen in that situation, they're still going to be okay compared to the other person. Of course, the other oh, person of might course. just die. Of course, of course, or might not even just get fired, might just die. Of course, so the stakes or are much expelled. higher for Kristen. So he has to look out for himself. Right, but so that's he also what, so, has to be and, a man. And that's what Otto and Allison's doing. Okay, so yeah. he needs to be a man too, though. <laughs> Even though literally he's yeah, like one of the king's guards. I'm just kidding. One of the Lord's seven. I'm just kidding. Sort of. I think that's another twist. That's it. Whenever I have more time to think of uh, more thought out thoughts about this and to listen to what other smart people have said about it. Um, probably be able to put it in better words, but this just first take feels like another layer of uh, awareness of a certain kind of person that's living in, and, and really a lot of different kinds of people that are living in Westeros, especially right now, King's Landing at the time. Just a bit different. It's a little bit less cartoonish. It really, it's you know? very... It's way less cartoonish. It's just so human. It's because the characters aren't caricatures of themselves. Also, we have more time. We have to... We have to Unpack more detail it's because you can't line. just cut. You can't just cut to the yeah. the twins and have Walter Frey make a a joke about porridge and who ate too much of it. It's yes. I don't know if this is a spoiler, but are is Kristen going to ask Rhaenyra to run away with him, or are we done with their relationship? Do you think? I don't think that's a spoiler. I I don't know. Or I, is Rhaenyra going to ask him <clears throat> to run away with it? Because I guess she just got the marriage proposal, and so yeah. Once again, we never watched the after. We never watched the trailer, so this is us like going in, not having seen the trailer for next week. Yeah, I don't know. I'm cur- I'm just curious if they're going to continue to push I that think a little what bit. You said more. is the the idea, but yeah. maybe they will. Maybe maybe that'll be like a a possibility. Maybe there's that's another the turning point. Maybe that's that'll be in the next episode. There's another big moment, and then they'll do the time jump after that. Yeah, because I think we have one right, more. right before the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before that's, the wedding, right, basically. Right. Yeah, because we have one more episode with them. With young, with our youngins, yeah. Before I think, before we 
I think it's one or two. One or two, but we're maybe we're, it'll be half of the next. Yeah, one after maybe half of uh, six. Yeah. This was a listen. I know I said this last episode, but this is a ten out of ten episode. Ten out of ten again. I really liked it again. Like once again, we just had a really powerful dialogue, really powerful sets, and continue exploration of these really powerful relationships with each other. I, we're hitting all of the things that we're looking for in Game of Thrones. And I wish that I could type faster <laughs> so that <laughs> I could have written down way more of the conversation that Rhaenyra and Viserys have about the Song of Ice and Fire yeah. and about her... They talk about... Um, Viserys talks about how this knowledge is larger than the throne, larger than her and larger than his her desires. That was such a good way to kind of teach her the lesson of... He said it in the last episode, even I'm not above, I can't remember the word he used, but he's, I'm not, tradition, mm-hmm. even I'm not above tradition. He kind of drills at home again, but this time in a more calm way, I guess you could say. Yeah, because something had happened. Because something had actually yeah. happened, yeah. but this whole reminder of your desires and your particulars and the things that you want don't always matter even though you have power and money and station you just don't necessarily get to have everything you want all the time 24 7 it might seem like Viserys does because he just got to pick Allison and whatever but it hasn't always been that way I felt like that conversation between the two of them was super powerful and he says the truth doesn't matter only perception and so just kind of teaching her Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> As then Viserys turns around and says, Otto taught him, teaching her how to lead, how to be a ruler, how to be in charge. And so, and then he finally, after that conversation, it's seemingly being the first time he takes something she says seriously, turns around and lets Otto go. And we haven't seen, we saw Renair at the small council this episode. She was sitting there. Yep. But we haven't necessarily seen Viserys take anything Renair says seriously or kind of use any of her advice. Yeah. They have this really powerful conversation, and then Rain- he takes Rhaenyra's advice. Yeah, and so I think that that bond between them, and then and then Viserys sends her the tea, and so in my mind, that's Viserys saying, "This is the lesson that you need to learn. The truth doesn't matter. It's how people see it. I'm going to take your advice, and I also have your back. I'm also going to. I, I also didn't kill got Damon. you. Sent Damon away. You're still my heir, but I've got your back in this, which I felt like was a really good." parenting strategy it's not going to drive her away good good king stuff too if you need those people to keep it all together allison had that sentiment in her conversation with renera too mm-hmm. she's like we're gonna mess all this up yeah could have messed all of this up renera was way more why was she so much more apologetic and hiding so much more about what happened with Damon, with Allison. Because that's her bestie. And she was so scared about being caught for real by how she felt about it. Because from what I, my perspective is, she wants to tell Allison everything because that's what they used to do. Mm -hmm. And she knows she can't tell Allison everything because Allison has her dad's ear. And so, in the back in the before times, yeah, in the before times, Rainier would have spilled everything to Allison, we are assuming, would have told her everything they would have talked about it, talked it through, you know. But now she can't do that because there is, at the end of the day, divide between them. Because Allison's the queen, and so she has this duty 
to uphold her station and Rhaenyra knows that and respects that and so I think there's a twinge of sadness there as well because she want I, I I'm assuming in reading that she would want to tell somebody like Allison everything just so she could have someone to bounce like this was a crazy night mm-hmm. I have to tell someone I gotta feel it out with anyone and she can't do that because her bestie is in such a precarious position herself I got the impression impression that if it happened between her and Damon, and then if it happened between her and Kristen, both of those people would have gotten in so much trouble that she wouldn't have wanted to talk about that to anyone. So I got the impression that she was, for some reason, all of a sudden worried about the rumor stuff, mm-hmm. worried mm-hmm. about the succession thing, mm-hmm. and whether like her claim would be worse off because of it, even just for a moment. Like I think she saw the the threat of this getting out of control. But I could be wrong. Maybe she was just trying to manage the friendship. But it seemed like a pretty both. a pretty hard reach all of a sudden for her usually chill demeanor about all that. She's usually so chill about all of it. But she just snapped right mm-hmm. to attention and, and was like, why would I lie to you? Yeah. It's like, wait a second. You guys, you're mean to her in in the same area. And for that hard tree, you're mean to her. I think it was probably a combination of both mm. the way we saw it. So it's just like cracks. Everyone's chill thing. Yeah. And she's, you know, figuring more out. And like I said, there was the treat. And I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's not, none none of what she wants to be is bad because you're alive. And it's like, what do you want to be in your life? But then there's that weight of all the expectation. And then just like the desire for her to fulfill some kind of a stereotype of being a dragon queen. All on top of that at the same time. Yeah. We never got to see Daenerys worked through any of that stuff. It was so black and white mm-hmm. with her, with her and John. We never got any of the internal what is going on. A little, but not really. And and that's maybe Millie Alcock is just a better actress potentially in kind of portraying those. Like, you're gonna get inner... destroyed on Twitter. Good thing <laughs> your sorry. your Twitter account's private. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think about how there is just more of this internal plight well, well i think we're just mechanically we're skipping around the less stuff so it unfolded yeah. it's that question i asked you earlier would this feel like a normal primetime sort of tv show to watch i, I mean I, I don't watch a lot of tv but i would say yes it's that's really what it felt like to me which was kind of uh, jarring from the episode before it mm-hmm. so i think that's why i was a little bit less energetic so i'll be interested to see what all the owns look like um i want to know what everyone thought about it we haven't had enough time to retweet more than like 15 of them because we jumped in here to record if you're ready to go to owns i am and I think you uh, go first. we'll get back to those when we put this episode online uh they're on twitter and insta i loved allison's pajamas <laughs> can <laughs> i say that that as as a i have a couple owns floating around in my head i want to give my first own to the shot of allison kind of picking at her fingernails while Viserys was on top of her. <gasps> I just thought that was so powerful. I missed that. You didn't see that? No. Yeah. I was so probably staring at his back. Probably. Between, we get... <laughs> oh, my God. These, um, another own of mine, just the shots of King's Landing, Flea Bottom. That, and then we get Allison picking her nails as Viserys is on top of her. That was such a wild sequence. I really liked that. And then I also want to give my own to... That conversation that Rainer and Viserys had about being a king, essentially. I don't know how to, and, and about Otto and all that kind of stuff. So those aren't really real 
specific owns, but those are my owns. It's like a vibe own. You're yeah. like, this, this whole vibe, I really <laughs> I liked. I really liked it. So there you go. I'm going to give mine to Viserys when he was talking to Rhaenyra and she was talking about getting rid of his political headaches. And he goes, you yeah. are my political headache. <laughs> it's just so true because they've done such a good job and the actor's done such a good job as well. Pretty much any scene that he's in where he's not directly talking to someone about something specific, he's always kind of looking around mm-hmm. and wondering about Rhaenyra mm-hmm. and wondering what she's up to. They're so closely connected and have such a good bond. And it's in that subtle stuff that you actually notice between real life people how they're connected and in that moment I feel like it really just kind of gets thrown in our face it's like this is what he cares about his, mm-hmm. he cares about his daughter while he's running the realm but like I said before the 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 sort of era in Jaehaerys' reign where it was so everything was going so well and he was just trying to handle how big of a family he had that's what it was and disowned to Viserys for the late night booty call it oh better gosh. be about heirs Allison's like it's so late dude you, you better have had a crazy dream about you thought you were about to have a brand new son or daughter or something. You know, it wasn't that. It probably wasn't that. <laughs> but dude, losing fingers and stuff, man, this is a, is your, we're in a haggard state out here. But at the same time, it was, the only thing sexy was Kristen and Rhaenyra. All right? It was. Flea Bottom was not that sexy. I mean, what, you know, they're, they're. I guess their chemistry was. That's another their, thing. They had a lot of tension in chemistry. The setting say. was just yeah. as haggard as the Viserys yeah, 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 situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. all I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. But not not Chris, not with Chris, Kristen Cole mm-hmm. and Rhaenyra. That was totally different. It was sweet. Yeah. At least they didn't have open wounds that I saw. No weeping Poor sores. Viserys is in that bath, and Allison. He's like, "You touch me so nicely, than better than yeah. these people." And yeah. She's like, "Yes, husband." <laughs> what a great episode. We're going to get to retweeting your owns. Hopefully everybody has kept sending those in. If you haven't sent them in, you can do that still. We'll keep retweeting them through the week. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter by searching for Game of Owns, or you can send us an email to contact at gameofowns.com. We're going to have our questions up that we're going to use to focus part of our conversation on the next episode that we're, next podcast that we're doing this week for this episode. We're going to watch it a few more times like we usually do and try to get deeper into the stuff that we did not understand. I have a lot to learn. We're almost halfway through the season. <laughs> that is so weird. <laughs> the name rules. of the next episode is called We Light the Way. What do you think, huh? She didn't believe Can't that was the real it. title. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to see oh, it. Oh, it's good. All right, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody.